wrestle not against flesh and blood. Victory is a goal for every battle. Get set for an empowerment to conquer in the battles of life as you listen to Encounter with the Truth by Pastor Sami. Lord Jesus, we praise you this morning. You are glorious. You are excellent. You are wonderful. We bless you for this privilege this morning once, once again to appear before your presence to be blessed. We are grateful. We are grateful for your blessing destined for us this morning. Even the beginning of it, you have started blessing us. We are grateful. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Please kindly have your seat in the presence of God. Good morning to everyone. Praise God. Once again, I want to officially welcome everyone to church this morning. Praise God. Thank God for what the Lord is doing with us. The CDs are out for last month. All messages preached last month. If thou can't believe. Praise the Lord. Wise man said, If you stop learning, you are old. Whether you are 20 years or you are 80 years. Age is not a function of oldness. Praise God. Oldness is a function of your ignorance. If you stop learning, you are old. And these are not just materials for learning. They are materials for building. He said, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. That is able to build you up. And to deliver unto you your inheritance. Your heart. Inheritance. All the inheritance of God accessible unto you and available unto you are delivered on the platform of the knowledge of the truth. My greatest treasures are my materials, my messages, and my books. Praise the Lord. I keep them well because they are the treasure, they are the things that can deliver to me anything that I want. Anytime I am challenged, there are three things I do. I pray, I think. And look for the message to listen to or the book to read. Because every problem has an earthly solution. Praise the Lord. All problems in this world are solved. They are in the Word, they are on messages, they are in books. You need to look for them. So get these materials. It's just two Ghana. You can't get, we don't do this for to make profit or money. Just for you to be blessed. So get it about half hammer. Three Ghana, praise God. It's, it's the cheapest in town. One message, they sell it five Ghana cities. Praise the Lord. One audio message. You will never get this one about 17 or 18 messages on this. Just three Ghana cities. Praise God. And then the Congress Digest. That's a monthly newsletter. For this month, God's wisdom works. Say so he makes all things beautiful in his heart. It is, it is available one Ghana city it have this one this month's own the devotions are broken into weeks and every day you have what you can read and meditate on and to work with so please make sure you have it the, the devotions are in we have issues on integrity, issues on entrepreneurship, and some common questions that people ask 
they are all solved with solutions with scriptures backing them buy one and buy one for a friend buy one for a colleague praise the lord that unbelieving colleague at your workplace go and bless that person with one these ones are anointed as you read it he will be convicted praise the lord the holy ghost will use this material as a tool for salvation praise the lord so buy one for yourself which you use for your devotions and for your learnings this month and then also get one for a friend a colleague whatever praise the lord when we close it's out there just one Ghana city and the message is three cities praise god hallelujah in the congress digest our expectations for the month are all listed there things you should expect to happen to you this month they are all there that you can just get it and know the direction god is taking us this month praise the lord we bless god this month the prophetic theme is god's wisdom works but on the Sundays, we are sailing on a topic, a greater than Solomon is here. That's the topic we are sailing on. So this morning, by the Spirit of God, we are being ministered to on the team, a greater than Solomon is here, part 2A. Praise God. Hallelujah. From scriptures, let's pray. Father, we give you praise, we bless you, we honor you. Go ahead and bless us as you have begun doing. Go ahead and touch our lives. Let your engrafted word in the name of Jesus bring healing, bring deliverance, bring redemption in Jesus' mighty name. I pray this morning that by the anointing that is upon your word, Yokes will be broken, burdens will be lifted up. Everyone will go free this morning in the name of Jesus. You said in your presence there is fullness of joy, and at your right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Make the pleasantness in your house be released as your word goeth forth. Let your word fall into the good side of our heart thereby bearing fruit a thousand times more in our life in the name of jesus christ lord i ask for your anointing this morning touch my lips with the coals of fire think through my mind in the name of jesus speak through my vocal call lord holy spirit let your voice be heard let you be seen this morning even on this altar I give you all the glory for moving in our life this morning and for changing our situations, bringing a turn around in our life, opening doors for us to assess the glory and the power. We thank you for the manifestations of your wisdom, producing great works in our lives. We bless you for deliverance. We bless you for a touch in the name of Jesus. Somebody here, your right eye, you have a problem. Right now, the Holy Ghost is touching that eye. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke that catalyst on that eye to dissolve in Jesus' name. I speak life into that eye. Begin to see clearer and clearer to the glory of God. Father, thank you and bless you this morning. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. A greater than Solomon is here, part two. A praise God. One of the major characteristics of Solomon in scriptures is the demonstration of the wisdom of God in his life. Praise the Lord. When you hear Solomon in the Bible days or now, there are two things that come to your mind: wisdom and riches praise the lord hallelujah god manifested solomon with his depth of wisdom which went on to produce depth of wealth in his kingdom the time that solomon was a king in first Kings chapter 4 
verse 29, 1 Kings 4, 29 to 34. We see God speaking about Solomon. And God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding exceedingly much and largeness of heart, even as the sun that is on the seashore. And Solomon's wisdom excelled the wisdom of all the children of the east country and all the wisdom of Egypt. For he was wiser than all men, than Ethan the Ezrahite, and Haman, and Chaco, and Dada the son of Maho. And his fame was in all nations round about. And he spake three thousand proverbs. And his songs were a thousand and five. And he spake of trees. From the cedar tree that is in Lebanon. Even unto the high soap that springed out of the wall. He spake also of beasts. And of fowls. And of creeping things. And of fishes. And they came of all people to hear the wisdom of Solomon. For all kings of the earth which heard of his wisdom. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. In the Old Testament, Solomon is classified by God as the wisest. He said, and Solomon's wisdom excelled the wisdom of all the children of the East. And when you go to the verse 31, for he was wiser than all men. He was wiser than all men. Solomon is classified as the wisest. However, in the teachings of Jesus, in Matthew chapter 12 verse 32, Jesus made a clear statement that a greater than Solomon is here. And he was talking about himself. Praise the Lord. He was talking about himself. He said, a greater than Solomon is here. And whosoever speak, look Matthew chapter 12 verse 42. Praise God. Hallelujah. Matthew 12 42. The queen of the south shall rise up in the judgment with this generation and shall condemn it for she shall come from the outermost part of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And behold, a greater than Solomon is here. Jesus characterized his life as greater than Solomon. And he was talking about the wisdom at work in Solomon. That Solomon was seen as the wisest in the Old Testament. And he said, a greater than Solomon, who is more wiser than him, has come to this planet. Praise God. Now, in the Old Testament, in the teachings of Jesus again, he classified John the Baptist as the greatest. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 12. Matthew chapter 11, verse 12. He talked about from the day of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God suffered violence, and the violence taken it by force. If you read the verse 11, Matthew 11, 11, 12, 13. Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of women, there has not risen a greater than John the Baptist. When he say among them that are born of all women, he's talking about all people that live in the Old Testament days. He said, there is no one greater than John the Baptist. Notwithstanding, he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. So all the Old Testament saints, they are classified as men that are born of women. And then we that are saved by Christ, we are classified as people who are in the kingdom of heaven. And he said the greatest in that kingdom, in, in, in the Old Testament, is the least in the days that we are in. Praise the Lord. 
So if Solomon was the wisest in the Old Testament, praise the Lord. It is supposed to be that if Solomon is to be projected into the New Testament, he should be the least in the manifestation of wisdom. That is to tell you and I that the depth and the kind of wisdom God has available for you and I is nowhere to be compared with the wisdom that manifested in the life of Solomon. Praise the Lord. I want to lay the foundation very clear. He said, a greater than Solomon is here. And Solomon is an Old Testament saint. And in the Old Testament, the greatest is the least in the New Testament. And you are a New Testament saint. So the depth of wisdom God has manifested or put in you is nowhere to be compared to the wisdom of Solomon. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Therefore, by redemption, you are supposed to flow in the depth of wisdom over and above the wisdom of Solomon. By redemption, you are supposed to excel, flow over the depth of wisdom that was working in Solomon. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Therefore, the greatest in the Old Testament, the wisest in the Old Testament, who, who was the wealthiest in our days, is the least in our days. Therefore, you are greater than Solomon in wisdom and in wealth. Praise the Lord. By redemption. By redemption. By redemption. Praise God. Now, this kind of wisdom we are talking about is not about words. It is about works. The wisdom we are talking about is not the wisdom of many words. It is the wisdom of great works. Wisdom of great works. Wisdom of great works. This wisdom was the wisdom that manifested in the life and in the ministry of Jesus. In Matthew chapter 13 verse 54. Matthew 13 54. And when he was come into his country, he taught them in their synagogue. In so much that they were astonished and said, Whence had this man this wisdom and this mighty works? Whence has this man this wisdom and this mighty works? Mark chapter 6 verse 2, please. Mark 6 2. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence had this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? Praise the Lord. And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? This wisdom we are talking about, we are talking about divine wisdom, the wisdom of God. It is not in mighty words, it is in mighty works. Divine wisdom is not in great words, not in eloquence, not in grammar. It is in works to show. From whence cometh this wisdom? And what wisdom is given to him that says mighty works are wrought by his hands. Praise the Lord. It's a function of great works. For the Lord by wisdom founded the earth. And by understanding established Proverbs 3.19. So all the things we see in creation came out of the wisdom of God. These are
are words. They are not just mere words into the air. They are words eyes can see, ears can hear, and then hands can touch and handle. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth and by understanding establish it. Praise God. Praise the Lord. The works that is being produced in your life as a child of God is a function of the divine wisdom of God at work in you. You can't produce results above the level of wisdom of God at work in you. Because the Lord by wisdom founded the earth. Psalm 104 verse 24 He said, Oh Lord, Psalm 104 verse 24 Oh Lord, how manifold are thy works. In wisdom hast thou made them all. The earth is full of your riches. How manifold are thy works, not thy words. A lot of people have subjected wisdom to great works. But manifestation of wisdom is not in great works. It is in great works. Such mighty works. Anywhere mighty works is being demonstrated. It's a function of the depth of divine wisdom at work in a life. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. If there is one thing the Lord is teaching me this man, it is this. That great wisdom is not a function of great words. It's not a function of eloquence. It's not a function of grammar. It's not a function of talk to incite and motivate for people to clap hands. It's a function of resource. It's a function of resource. The Lord by his wisdom and the resource too. Creation that you see the people who are following evolution theory they go to a point and they themselves they are hot, confused they are confused because creation the depth of things in creation after thinking that uh, this world evolved and whatever you get to a point and you have crashed you are limited you still can't find out why things happen that is to tell you that all your theories are hot. wrong Praise the Lord. When I was in UK studying, there's this guy who was my flatmate, a British. And then he, he said he's an atheist. We were three. Myself, a Ghanaian, another one, a Nigerian, and him, a British. He was doing PhD in mathematics. And oh, he, when we meet at the kitchen, then the Nigerian man will say, this Ghana man, he is a Christian. And that, that Nigerian guy is a hypocrite, praise God. <laughs> he goes to church, he misbehaves and those things. And Chris, and when we are talking, then he will he'll be in the middle. It's okay, the two of you talk. Then one day we were talking, trying to, I was exposing scripture and he was also talking his theories and those things. And then he made the point I'll never, he said, Science is still finding out why human beings die. Because the body has power to resuscitate itself. That's why when something cuts you, you don't need to do anything. After some time, you see that the wound is gone, and then the body has the body has power to resuscitate itself. But at a point, the power to resuscitate itself is no more hard. So he said, and I said, yes, it, it, it served as a platform for me to minister. I said, science is not wrong, but it is not the ideal. It is not the ultimate. The ultimate is Christ. The ultimate is God. So that thing that you can't find out, know that there's a being who is controlling that. Science can, does not have power to control that being. Praise the Lord. Wisdom is not a function of great works. It is a function of great works. Praise God. And this depth of wisdom we are talking about as we established last week is not the wisdom we go to school to train. That one is called sensual wisdom. It's not the wisdom we are born with. 
That one is called common sense or earthly wisdom. It is not the wisdom witches and wizards used to pray. That one is called demonic wisdom. This wisdom you are talking about is the wisdom of God, which we call divine wisdom. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This wisdom is divine wisdom. It creates solutions and makes discoveries. It cannot be bought with money. You can't go to school to pay school fees and learn this wisdom. It is far above all human and intellectual wisdom. It is the wisdom of God. Praise the Lord. Praise God. It is the wisdom of God. What is divine wisdom? Then. Which we also call the wisdom of God. This wisdom is the correct application of scriptures to real life issues. Divine wisdom is the correct application of scriptures to real life issues. It is laying hold on the ways of God. And walking in the ways located. Isaiah 55 verse 8 and 9. For he said, for my ways are not your ways. Neither my thoughts your thoughts. As the heavens are higher than the earth. So are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts higher than your thoughts. So it is laying hold on the ways of God. And walking in those ways located. That is the wisdom we are talking about. It is the correct application of scriptures to real life issues. Hallelujah. Praise God. What is this wisdom? It is about knowing the right thing to do from scriptures and doing it. Knowing the right thing to do from scriptures and doing it. This is the kind of wisdom we are talking about. Knowing the right thing to do from scriptures and doing it. That is the kind of wisdom we are talking about. Divine wisdom. Mary told the servants that whatever he tells you to do, do it. Knowing the right things to do from scriptures and doing it, that is the wisdom we are talking about. It is not just the knowledge of it. It is the knowledge of it and the application of it. That is wisdom. Praise the Lord. For this is your wisdom. Knowing the right thing to do and doing it. That is wisdom. Praise God. Jesus excelled as the wisdom of God and the power of God in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 24. He said unto the Jews, 1 Corinthians 1 24. He said unto them that are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. Christ. The power of God and the wisdom of God. And who was Christ? Christ was the word of God in application. The word of God in what? Application. In manifestation. The word of God. John chapter 1 verse 1 going. He said in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word of God. The same was with God in the beginning. And you go to the verse 4. He said the word became flesh. And dwelt among us. And we beheld the glory. The glory of the only begotten of the Father. Full of grace and truth. So Christ was the word of God in manifestation. And he was the wisdom of God. So wisdom is the manifestation of the word. The manifestation of what? The word. A conscious application of the money of the word, the conscious application that is divine wisdom. 
So a wise man is not the one who speaks only the word. A wise man is the one who practices the word. Matthew chapter 7 verse 24. For I will compare him to a wise man. A wise man is not the one who knows the word. A wise man, Matthew chapter 7 24. A wise man is the one who hears the word and practices it. Therefore, whosoever heareth this saying of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man. Praise God. Praise the Lord. God's commandments are doable things. They are things you do. They are not just sayable things. The place of saying it is there. But the most important is the doing. The most important is the doing. That is what generates the works. Look at John chapter 2. Jesus told them, Fill the pots with water. Because before Jesus will give the, that commandment, Mary has told the people that whatever this my son tells you to do, do it. John 2 5. So when they went to him, he said, Go and fill the pot with water. And they went and foolishly filled the pot with water. He didn't pray. He said, Take that water you have put in that pot and go and give it to the charman. And foolishly, they didn't argue. They didn't ask. Ah, this is water. The chairman is not saying he wants to drink water. They didn't, nobody asked. He said, go and take it, give it. And then he gave it to the chairman of the wedding. And the man drank his says, Wow. What a sweet taste. What a sweet non-alcoholic wine. Praise God. It is, ah. Then he called the, the, the bridegroom. You have this tasty wine there, and you have given us this weird wine to drink before. Praise God. Ah, you have this wine from what do you call it? Germany. Praise God. And then you have given us this vinto thing we make with water to. Hallelujah. He <laughs> said, No, 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 no. But what is it? Whatever he tells you to do what? What was produced works, not worse. When they did it, the results showed up. So a wise man is the one who knows the word and do with it. God's commandments are not just sayable things. They are doable things. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Briefly, what are the products of this wisdom? Products. What are some of the things this wisdom do? The number one thing is that God's wisdom, which is divine wisdom, it creates. It is creative. It has power to bring to being things that are not there. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. And by understanding, he established it. By his wisdom, he created all things. He created all things. By his wisdom. So it is creative. It creates a way out of impossible situations. It creates solutions to problems. It creates. Every situation, problem that you are in, the wisdom of God can create a solution out of it. Because God's wisdom is creative. Praise God. Praise the Lord. It created a way out when Jesus was challenged with 5,000 men to feed. Say, get them food to eat. And the Bible says, he himself knew what he would do. Because the wisdom of God said, let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Psalm 67, verse 5 to 7. Let the people sing for joy and shout aloud. For the Lord shall govern his people righteously. Let the people praise thee, O God. Then the earth shall yield its increase. So increase is the function of your praise. 
So when Jesus was challenged with feeding 5,000, if the Bible said he himself knew what he would do to feed them, said what is available? He said five loaves, two fishes. He took the bread and then started praising. You are worthy, O Lord, the invisible God. You are the miracle worker. You are the worthy, O Lord. Then he said, say to the people. And the thing did not become many. It was five and two. Then they break. Those who are selfish, who want to take food, praise the Lord. Say, take some. Then he will break left a small. When he break, the thing is still the same. He pass it on. They break and break and five loaves, two faces. Five thousand men. Those days, women were not counted. In every meeting, uh, gatherings, praise God, except few. There are more women there than what? Men. And children. If women are there, then you know children are also hot. There. They were not counted. They were all fed with the five loaves and two fishes. And then after that, the crumbs was twelve baskets full. Twelve baskets full. Why? Because the wisdom of God is at work. Jesus he himself knew what to do. And what to do at that very moment was to pray for increase to come to feed. So wisdom creates solutions. Don't say I have done all. You haven't done all. You have done all that you know. If you know more and do it, there will be a way out. There is no temptation without a way out. Every temptation has a way out. You need to locate it. The way out is in the wisdom of God. It is in the way. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So the number one product is that God's wisdom creates. It creates solutions. Praise the Lord. It creates solutions. It creates a way out of impossible situations. What situation are you in? That you are seemingly thinking this one is impossible. You are giving up on it. This man, by the wisdom of God that is coming into you, you are getting out in the name of Jesus Christ. Every unsurmountable mountain that is standing before you, it is becoming a plane at the instance of the wisdom of God manifesting in you in the name of Jesus Christ. Red Sea was standing before Moses. And then he cried unto God. The Lord said, stand still. Stand still and see my salvation. And then he standing still. Moses' sister, whose name is called Miriam, raised a song. Who is like unto thee, O Lord? Who is like unto thee? Oh, and then Moses stretched for his rod. And then Red Sea has parted. Praise the Lord. I believe there were still some doubting Thomases. He said, hey, they stand there. When I step in and then it comes, I'm gone. Then Moses himself stepped in. He was afraid at the beginning. But because this, this are new. When you are reading the Bible, don't just take it raw like that. Red Sea has parted. And one is standing here, one is standing here, road in between. And then you are going inside. You don't know how to swim. Praise the Lord. Moses with, with him, with him, he stepped. Then Miriam, and then all the others, Israelites, they hold, who is like unto thee? The doubting Thomas, they were still standing there. Then they were going. They were going. I don't know the number of days they used to cross the rest. He praised the Lord to the other side. Whether weeks or months or years, I don't know. Because they were in the wilderness for 40 years. So they were crossing. They were going. They were going. And the rest was standing. Water is coming from the other side. Water is coming. But they are not coming together. You see storms here. You see storms here. But the middle is open. God's wisdom creates solutions. In impossible situations. Praise God. Praise the Lord. 
Number two, what other product of wisdom? Proverbs 24, verse 3 and 4. Proverbs 24, verse 3 and 4. True wisdom is a house built, and by understanding it is established. So God's wisdom builds, it builds, it builds, it builds marriage, it builds career, it builds homes, it builds academia, it builds businesses. God's wisdom builds. True wisdom is a house built. Anything you want to build is not, you see, the world have taught us, the business schools have taught us that when you want to build anything, the first thing you think about is money. But God built everything with no money, with no heart. The law by wisdom built the earth. True wisdom is a house built. If you want to build a lasting marriage, you need wisdom of God. A lasting career, you need the wisdom of God. A lasting business, you need the wisdom of God. Anything that you want to build, God's wisdom is the authentic material for building solid things. It's the authentic material. It builds. It builds. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. When wisdom is building, you relax. You are at rest. This wisdom building. You, you are put to sleep. When wisdom is building your marriage, you are put to sleep. Praise God. When wisdom is building your career, you are put to what? Sleep. When wisdom is building your business, you are put to sleep. God's wisdom builds. Praise God. Now, access to this wisdom is generally by the fear of God. We learned that at cell meeting yesterday. Access to this wisdom, Job 28:28. Access to God's wisdom, to access the wisdom. Access to it. Job 28:28. To access God's wisdom is by the fear of God. And unto man he said, Behold, the fear of God, that is wisdom. And to depart from evil is understanding. He said unto man that the fear of God that is wisdom. Psalm 111 the verse number 10 He said the fear of God is the beginning of knowledge. The fear of God is the beginning of what? Wisdom. So the access, when you are saved when you are saved your number one access to connect to this wisdom is your fear of God. Now, no unsaved fear God. So, we are not talking about the unsaved. What will give you key to access this wisdom is your salvation. But when you become saved, what will enable you to access the wisdom is the fear of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let me give you an example. In my house, there is a well there. So I have access to that well because I live in that house. Praise the Lord. That connotes salvation. I'm saved. I'm in that house. So I can go and draw from the well anytime. If you don't live in that house and nobody knows you, you can't just come in and draw the well. Before you enter, you need to seek permit. When you are seen around, nobody knowing you, you are looked at as a thief coming to what? Steal. So if you are unsaved, you don't have access to the wisdom of God. No unsaved, I'm telling you from scriptures. No unsaved is operating in this wisdom you are talking about. So all the things that people have invented with just intellectual wisdom, 
and with common sense and with demonic wisdom. They are nowhere to be compared with what this wisdom can place us if we can let ourselves be released to walk in this wisdom. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There is no unsaved unbeliever who have access to this wisdom. Whatever they are operating with is either intellectual wisdom or earthly wisdom, which we call common sense. Or demonic wisdom, which operates in the occult world. Praise the Lord. So access to this is the fear of God. But the gateway, the gate to flow in this wisdom is what we call inspiration. Inspiration is the gateway to the wisdom of God. Inspiration is the gateway to the wisdom of God. You assess it by the fear, by the fear of God, you have access to it, but to tap into that wisdom, you need inspiration. You need what? Inspiration. Hallelujah. We know that God's word is the wisdom of God. Luke chapter 11 verse 49. He said, that saith the wisdom of God. Talking about God's word. And all of God's word, which is the fullness of God's wisdom, came out of the inspiration of the Almighty. 2 Timothy 3.16 All scriptures are given by the inspiration of Almighty God. So every of the scriptures came out of inspiration. The word of God is called the wisdom of God. And all the wisdom of God came out of inspiration. So if you want to walk in this wisdom, then you need what? Inspiration. Which is the gateway to divine wisdom. Please. Peter also talked about it. In Second Peter chapter 1, 20 and 21. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 20 and 21 talking about inspiration he said knowing this first that no prophecy of scripture is of any private interpretation for the prophecy came not in all time by the will of men but holy men of God speak as they were moved. The word moved them means inspired by the Holy Ghost. As they were inspired by the Holy Ghost. The word of God, which is the sure word of prophecy, came by the moving of holy men. The Holy Ghost moved them, inspired them to write. So your gateway to this kind of wisdom, which is divine wisdom, is inspiration. What is inspiration then? What is inspiration? Inspiration is a moving of the Holy Ghost upon the mind of a believer, bringing about divine ideas and divine discoveries. It is the moving of the Holy Ghost upon the mind of a believer, bringing about divine ideas and divine discoveries. The moving, holy men of God were moved. Second Peter 1, 20 and 21. It is also the quickening of the Holy Ghost in the mind of the believer the quickening of the Holy Ghost in the mind of the believer leading to inspired insight inspired thoughts inspired utterance and inspired action inspiration the quickening Isaiah 11 3 he will give you a quick understanding quickening the quickening of the Holy Ghost in the mind of a believer leading to inspired thoughts, inspired insight, 
inspired utterance and inspired action. That's what we call inspiration. So it is all about moving. It is all about quickening. It is all about briefing of the Holy Ghost upon the mind of the saved. Producing insight. Producing ideas. Producing discoveries. Inspiration. So when the Holy Ghost inspired the Holy Spirit, they began to write. Inspired words. Inspired words. And the Holy Ghost himself gathered all the inspired words together and put them in a book called the Bible. Praise the Lord. He inspired them in different years, in different generations, in different centuries. After inspiring all of them, their writings, he brought all of them together. So inspiration is your gateway to divine wisdom. Therefore, you must know how to access inspiration so that you can always be working in divine wisdom if you have the foundation of the fear of God. This is something that just have ignored for a long time. The place of wisdom in producing great work. Church and prophesying to very soon. Nobody will be looking up to the world for anything. Everybody will be looking up to the church for everything. I've said it here over and over. An hour is coming, politicians will not be sought for. Nobody will look up to politicians for provision of anything. Because the church will take charge. Because by reason of the wisdom of God at work in the church, there will be a lot of great works produced out there in the world. That everybody will see. And because the world is looking for things, they will run into the church. They'll run into it. They'll run into it. A lot of people are running to Africa because they are looking for things. When they see where it is, they will come there. And that is what God is doing. The end time church is going to excel in depth of wisdom. That will not just be where. It talk, gaga, people can pa, pa, pa. They come nothing. But it will be wet. Not wisdom that speak good grammar. Wisdom that generate good works. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Churches will be taking community and be building roads, building uh, providing electricity, making fiber and water, building houses, and then making them available to the people. Now, if churches are doing this, who is going to look after a politician for anything? Are you here with me? That is the kind of level God is bringing us into. And when I talk about church, I don't mean the building. That means it is you and me. That by the wisdom of God at work in us, God will be using us to do those things. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And your gateway to this wisdom is inspiration. Concluding, how do you access inspiration? Just one thing I want to talk about today. The number one thing to do to access inspiration is to have a heart for God. To have a heart for God. God inspires people who have a heart for Him. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 7 to 10, He said, How big we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, not the wisdom of this world, nor the princes of this world, that will come to naught. But we speak wisdom among them that are perfect. Then he said, for us it is written, verse 9, Eyes have not seen, neither ears heard, neither have it entered the heart of any man, the things God has prepared for those who love him. What is he talking about? He's talking about the wisdom. From the top, he's talking about wisdom there. Praise the Lord. For us it is written, Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, it hasn't entered the heart of any man 
the things God is preparing for those who love Him. So, love for God, a heart for God, is the number one access to the wisdom of God that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, that have not entered into the heart of anyone. When we talk about a heart for God, what do we mean? We mean, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind. A heart, of, a heart for God means loving God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your being, your everything. Matthew 22, 37-40 A heart for God connects you to the secret of God. When you have a heart for God, it connects you to the secrets of God. It connects you to the secrets of God. It connects you to the secrets of God. God inspires you to know His secrets. To walk in His secrets. To think His secrets. And to utter His secrets. A heart for God. It is your heart for God that makes God becomes your friend. It is your heart for God that makes God becomes your friend. Abraham was a man who God called my friend. Ha, praise God. Genesis chapter 18. Verse 17. Genesis 18, 17. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham the thing which I do? 18. Seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and a mighty nation, and all the nations of death shall be blessed in him. Hallelujah. 19. For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him. And they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment. That the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him. When we talk about a heart for God. We mean loving God. And loving God is proved by your obedience. John chapter 14 verse 15 if you love me obey my commandment Abraham became a friend of God by reason of his love for God because God knew that anything he commands Abraham he will do it he was praise the Lord he will do it please when we are talking about a heart for God it is just Saying that somebody walking in genuine obedience to the Lord. A heart for God. It is the number one key for inspiration. If you are walking in genuine obedience to God, whatever He tells you, you do it. When He commands you, you obey. And just do it as it is, without not thinking, without not reasoning, without not looking at the pros and the cons. Praise the Lord. Looking at the feasibility studies behind it. And looking at the loops and the downs. Praise God. But doing it as if you are foolish. That is where you tap into inspiration. Verse 17. Put it there again. Genesis 18.17 Will I do anything without not telling my Abraham, my friend, the Lord is speaking. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham the thing which I do? Uh, God is talking to a man. Say, Do I hide anything from Abraham? See that this Abraham is my good friend. And anything I tell him, he'll do it. So I can't hide anything from him. If you get to a place of genuine obedience, Nothing is hidden. 
from you. God opens you up to inspiration. He always moves your mind to connect to what is in his mind. He moves your mind to connect to what you have in mind to do. And all the time, you know what to do to get out of things. You know what to do to move things forward. You operate in the very likeness and nature of God. Praise God. Inspiration. Inspiration. There are scriptures we talked about Abraham as a friend. James 2.23. He talks about Abraham, my friend. Abraham, my friend. Abraham, my friend. James 2.23. Abraham, my friend. God is speaking and saying, James 2.23. And the scriptures was fulfilled. which said, Abraham believed God. And it was imputed unto him for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. Second Chronicles 20 verse 7. You also talked about Abraham as a friend. Second Chronicles 20 verse 7. Art not thou our God, who did drive out the inhabitants of the land before thy people Israel, and gave it to thy seed of Abraham, thy friend forever. Praise God. Isaiah 41 verse 8. Write these scriptures. When you go home, take time and study them. Isaiah 41 verse 8. Talking about Abraham, my friend. But thou, Israel, art my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the seed of Abraham. God is speaking, my friend. What made Abraham God's friend? His tenure obedience. His tenure obedience. Genesis 12, 1 to 3. Tenure obedience. Genesis 22, 1 downwards. Tenure obedience. Leave your father's house. Leave your kingdom. Go! And Abraham left. Take your son, your only son Isaac, Abraham. Genesis 17. God spoke to him. I'm having a covenant with you. Begin to circumcise yourself. At the age of 95. At that time, Abraham didn't know what circumcision even is. But God said, my covenant between you and you is circumcision. Then he took knife and first of all circumcised himself. 95. You know how painful circumcision is? All of us here men were circumcised when we were children. So we don't know how it is. 95. And started circumcising all the male born child in his home and servants. And servants he bought with his own money. Including his own son Ismail at that time. Genuine obedience. Genuine obedience. Genuine obedience. That is what brings you to a place of inspiration. It's not the one now we are using. What do you call it? They will say let's use wisdom. But that is not wisdom. This one you need to think about. It's not that let's, that's what they will say. Let's use us. No, wisdom is doing what he tells you us to do. Then you are saying let's use wisdom. He's telling you something and said, that's why God is saying, but we need also to use wisdom. What wisdom are you talking about? Praise God. Can you obedience? Can you obedience? To walk in the new obedience, three things must manifest. One, you must acquaint yourself with Jesus. Acquaint yourself with the Lord. Familiarize your life with Jesus. Get close to Jesus. Let the Lord be your tight party. Get close. Who is your tight party? Who have you been talking to all the time on the phone? Praise the Lord. Get close. Acquaint. Acquaint. Job 22-21. Acquaint now thyself to the Lord. Get close to the Lord. Please. If a day you haven't talked to him, you should not feel fine. You must communicate to him in his word. You must communicate to him in prayers. Acquaint yourself. Number two, what, how do you develop your friendship, work in genuine obedience? Receive, receive. Receive his word all the time. Anything he communicates to you, receive it. Be available to receive. Be a receptor that receives anything God brings. Without not arguing it, without not thinking through it, but receive. 
say receive his love from his mouth. I pray thee, receive his love from his mouth. Receive. That's the proof of genuine obedience. You receive anything God brings to your path with joy. And then lastly, delight. Delight. Delight in the Lord. David was a man in delight. In Psalm 34. Psalm 34 verse 2. He said, my soul shall make it boast in the Lord. Your boast is in the Lord. You, you are blessed because you are in the Lord. Your everything is in the Lord. Your joy is not in the abundance of things you have. Your joy is in the Lord. I have always told you that I want to go to heaven. I don't want to go to hell. Anything that I know will take me to hell, I will stay out. Praise the Lord. And my hands are clean. God knows I've told all of you many times this thing. So if you choose to go to hell, that is your own cup of tea. Praise the Lord. It is your own cup of us. Delight in the Lord. Make your boast in the Lord. Your boast is not in your certification. Your boast is not in your career. Your boast is not in your profession. Your boast is in the Lord. Because I'm saved, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost, and I'm going to heaven. If I die today, that is where the joy is. Then with that, all that things will become. You don't need to pray for them. Because your the things men are chasing for. The secret is in John 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom and all other things shall be added unto you. Be on your feet. Hallelujah. Are you blessed this morning? Praise God. Shout a big hallelujah. Shout a big hallelujah. Make your bow. In the Lord. Lift up your voice and just bless the Lord this morning. We hope you have been blessed by the word. We would love to have you worship with us at Conquest Global Ministries, located at British Sailor Society, Takrade, near the Harbour Gate. Or call us on 0243-287-958 or 0246-111-278. You are blessed.